Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, can I have a discussion here about something that uh, should be on your radar, an important event that's taking place in our province. Uh, it's the Gifts of Hope fundraiser, and um, it's basically in benefit of the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters. Uh, it's been running for, I think, seven years now, and it's grown into a gala. It raises funds and raises awareness about domestic violence and provides tools for women to help themselves and others in their spheres of influence. So let's get some details on how we got here and uh, what it's about and what you can expect at this year's Gift of Hope fundraiser. Let's uh, invite to join us. Christy Levan, who is the Director of Public Relations and Community Engagement for the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters. Good morning, Christy. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Shay. And we also have Samra Zafar, who's the guest speaker at this year's Gifts of Hope. Um, uh, Samra, thank you so much for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm really excited to be here. Uh, let's start with you, um, Christy. Let's just talk about uh, how this came about, how it got started, and the journey that it's been on over the last six, seven years. Yeah, well, an amazing group of volunteers came to us about eight years ago and said, you know, we really want to help. We we love the work that ACWS does. We love the work that shelters do, and we want to let people know about it. What do you need? And we said, funding. <laughs> so um, they started, uh, they created together, it's a third-party event created by this group of amazing volunteers called Gifts of Hope. And it's an event designed for women and the women that they care about to learn more about uh, domestic violence and support the work of the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters. Um, Alberta Council of Women's Shelters, for listeners who may not be familiar with that, it's it's a group that basically, I mean, it, they're, they're all over. They're in many different communities. Is this just sort of one central location where you, you sort of talk policy? Just give us some background on the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters. Totally. Thanks for asking that. Yeah. ACWS is an almost 40-year-old nonprofit organization in Alberta, and we started with the nine founding shelters uh, that existed in Alberta at that time who realized that they would be stronger together if they got together and combined resources to train shelter members, to support survivors in shelter, and also would have a stronger voice with advocacy. And cut to today, we have 40 members throughout the province of Alberta, and our mission is to support those members, but also to work together with people in the community like yourselves, like people who organize this fundraiser, to end domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Now, Samra, um, yeah. you are uh, the author of a memoir which has become a national bestseller, um, it, it, very successful, basically telling your story. Um, first of all, just give us your background and uh, just tell us your story. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for asking. And uh, I have to say, I'm just so honored to be a part of this event because it is very close to my heart. I'm a survivor myself. I came to Canada as a child bride in an arranged marriage. Uh, I was 16 when I was pushed into marriage with a stranger who was 10 years older than me, and I'd never met him before. And I arrived in Canada as his teen bride and became a teenage mom because I had no uh, no clue about my rights, about my reproductive rights or anything. And um, eventually, uh, was in a, in a locked, trapped in that marriage, uh, and, uh, suffered a lot of abuse, emotional, physical, 
uh, financial over the course of a, over a decade. And it took me a very long time and many hard-fought battles over those 10 years to find a way to uh, step into my education and learn about my rights uh, in this country as a Canadian, as a woman, as a human being, and eventually break free from that marriage and build a new life for myself and my daughters. And that's when I started sharing my story because I knew that my story is not just my story. Yeah. Sadly, it is the story of millions and millions of uh, women and girls around the world, including here in our amazing country, and I wanted to make a difference. Yes, yeah, Samra, tell me more about that because, um, you know, there are unfortunately many, many people who go through experiences similar to yours, who it's something that they, it's not easy to talk about. It's very difficult to talk about. What um, what pushed you to the point where you thought, you know what, I can help some people and I'm going to step out and I'm going to you know, tell my story and I'm going to share it with others. It, it must have been a difficult decision to make. It was difficult, but it was also very crystal clear to me. Um, when I left my marriage, I was in my second year of undergrad. I was 20 year, 28 years old, and I was a mother of two girls uh, who were 10 and 5 at the time. It was a very difficult time. I was at, at any point working multiple jobs to make ends meet and going to school full-time, dealing with a ton of cultural backlash because no one in my family had ever walked away from, mar- from marriage before. So it was a very difficult time, but eventually when I graduated university I, and I received a lot of academic and career success. At that point, uh, I just felt this burning passion, fire, fury uh, inside me that this, is in, this isn't this is just my story. I had I'd learned enough through counseling and reading that how prevalent domestic abuse is, how many victims and survivors there are. It's not just like survivors, you know, just leave the marriage and they're fine. Like they struggle with a host of uh, trauma and yeah. uh, managing that trauma for the rest of their lives. And I, even personally, I'm still on that journey. And I think I always will be because you don't move on from trauma. You move on with it and uh, you learn to live a good life, but you're still dealing with it. So I um I just I just knew that I had to do something. I couldn't stay silent. Uh, uh there is no honor in silence and silence is an abuser's best friend uh because silence only helps the oppressor and never the oppressed. So I just felt this burning fire in me to do something about it and I knew that the first thing I could do is tell my story um, and hopefully it might give hope to some people out there. Maybe there might be someone in the audience or someone in uh, some reader out there who might need to hear what I have to say. And I started on a very small scale, just small events and community things here in Toronto. And over the years, it grew and eventually I got a book deal and um, and then the book came out. And uh, But every day I do this work, I feel like there's just so much more to do. Um, and uh, one day I hope we live in a world where this work is not needed, but right now it definitely is. More yeah, than most, ever. most certainly is. Um, we also have with us this morning, we have Rachel Rogers, who is the creator of Gifts for Hope. Rachel, uh, thank you. Glad you could join us this morning. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Shay. I appreciate this opportunity to, uh, you know, uh, share what we're doing yeah. and uh, to spread the word. When when we take a look at this, like uh, it's the seventh year of Gifts for Hope, um, yeah. you, you're sort of the the driving force behind us. Um, it must be gratifying to see it going as strongly as it is so many years after you created it. It is. You know, we certainly weren't expecting this. We were thinking, okay, let's just do a fundraiser. But then we were we found out how much people needed to know this information about domestic violence and how little people did know. And so we were very motivated and passionate about, uh, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Mm -hmm. And as the years progressed, uh, we just felt it got better and better. And uh, 
you know, there's nothing like success to engender more success. When you started, when you sort of brought this into uh, conception, were you anticipating seven years later it would grow into what it is? I mean, has it exceeded your expectations? Oh, yes, absolutely. We, uh, we had no idea where this was going to go. Um, but just I'm very gratified that people have been supportive and uh, it's been wonderful working with ACWS hand in hand to um, just to keep the momentum going. Um, Christy, when we talk about this year, what can people expect and how can they get involved, I think is the important question, because there is a virtual component here, right? Yeah, well, we are, uh, we've decided to go ahead virtually this year. Um, and I know we know that people are a bit zoomed out, but the positive of having an online event is, is it, it allows us to bring in amazing people like Samra to share mm. their stories. So people can go to the ECWS website or our Facebook page. There's links there to buy a ticket, come attend the, the virtual event. And they can also, if they can't make the event, they can also buy a raffle ticket separately. There's links to do that. And the third thing is if they can't do any of those things, there's other opportunities to engage with ACWS over Family Violence Prevention Month, and they can also donate to us at any time. And uh, when is the event, and what's the best way to go about getting, uh, I guess we call it tickets, is that what we call it in this day and age where it's all virtual? It's still tickets, right? Yes, I'll I'll actually get Rachel to reply to you on that one. Sure. Okay, Rachel. Hi. Yeah, uh, the event so is November fourth in the evening, and um, we uh, ACWS does have the invite with a link to be able to register. Uh, you know, they have uh, the ability to donate okay. online as well. And if they want to, if people want to buy raffle tickets, and we've got two fabulous prizes. Um, it's a two. Uh, uh, Oilers tickets combined with two nights stay at the Chateau Lacombe. Uh, that's the first prize. And the second prize is a two night stay at a lovely townhouse in Osoyoos that um, fronts the lake, um, plus wow. gift tickets for dinner. So those are the two raffle pl- prizes. And people can just go to rafflebox.ca um, and type in gifts of hope and uh, they can access the raffle tickets there. Just that easy. Um, Ladies, thank you all for your time this morning, and I wish you best of luck next week with um, the event, and I'm sure it's going to be great. You'll hear from Samra and uh, help out a great cause. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks, guys. That is uh, Rachel Rogers, Christy Levan, and Samra Zafar, who are all involved in... um, this event that's taking place on November 4th, as you heard, Gifts of Hope in support of the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters. The easiest way, if you want all the information, just go to um, acws.ca and uh, you can find all of the information there.